Sorry, but Mr. Badger talks to us, Gov, and I'll say your name properly this time. It's Mobrel Holland. There we so, go. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we were talking about sort of the comedy industry, and you said people coming to gigs and getting offended. And it's like yeah, it's comedy. Yeah. The best I've seen recently is the the gig. Is it the station in Blackpool where a man oh, got offended? Station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got offended without even turning up. Oh yeah, that was fucking brilliant. That yeah, yeah. What was it? He um, he contacted so Ryan, who runs it. He's one of the good eggs in comedy. He's one of yes. the good promoters. Yes. But yeah, he got contacted by someone. Uh, it was like, what was it? He was like, oh, I want refunds to these tickets. And he's like, that's cool, but you didn't buy it from us. So you've got to go to the company you bought it off. And he's like, this is outrageous. It's like. He's like, mate, he's nothing to do with the fucking tickets. Go to ask the people that you bought them off. Like, and yeah, <laughs> just meant... massive kickoff on it. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Ryan said that, uh, you know, if you actually come in tomorrow and you've got proof you bought them, although yeah. we do, we haven't got the money for this, we'll we'll allow you entry. And he yeah. went to a fireworks display instead. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. And somehow that's Ryan's fucking fault. People are mental, man. Like, people are proper, like, entitled, especially nowadays. Like, everyone that, like, consumer rights have gone too far and, like, everyone has too much of a right to reply. So everyone thinks that their opinion's important. Yes. And, like, they're really need to remember it's not like these are a minority of people this is the thing whilst like these people are the fucking worst and like whilst i complain about them a lot they're a tiny tiny minority like when you're out in the world doing comedy most people in most gigs are sound as fuck and like most people get what you're doing like edinburgh this year performing to 100 people a day at the most liberal left-wing wanky arts festival in the entire <laughs> fucking world you know it's full of them it's full of people with blue air right it's all that sort uh. of stuff yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm, I had problems with maybe three audience members all month, you know, like, yeah. and I'm, I'm going around doing gigs everywhere. And uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's very, very rare. And it is like, it feels more than it is because it's all on the internet and like the loudest voices get amplified. But in the yes. real world, most people aren't Nazis or snowflakes. Most people are in the fucking middle and like know what a joke is and just want to have a fucking laugh. And, I, like, I watched uh, Fern Brady. Uh, she's she was fucking gig- brilliant. But she was gigging in Shrewsbury, and bear in mind, oh, she, fuck Shrewsbury, mate. Yeah, but she's she's been on like live at the Apollo and all that, yeah, actually. Yeah. So there's videos of her out there. Yeah, you know, it's it's you know no surprise. Yeah. So people turned up and they were offended at the mid- yeah. and it wasn't even the most offensive stuff I've heard her say. No, but exactly. Were- like Ferns are savage. Like she goes in. Yeah, but yeah, like that's it. Like, do some googling. It's on you. If you've bought tickets to an event, like, it's different if you're on a mixed bill night. You know, if you're on a night where it's just advertised as some comedy, I can get it. But if you're going to see Fern, like, she she is not like an unknown entity. There is enough of her out in the world that if you're buying tickets, fucking Google her. You know, yeah. have a look at her Twitter. She's a savage on Twitter, yeah. and like. You know, just go see someone else. Go see someone else. But, like, I think, like, I think uh, with Fern, I think, like, she gets a lot of it. Some of it's, like, sexist with Fern because they don't expect a woman to be saying, like, dark jokes. And they don't she is a very sexist, isn't she? She, she? she is one of the sexistists. <laughs> no, like, this is it. Like, they just expect that. And, like, then she's just balls out, don't give a fuck. And, no. uh, yeah, I think it's great. Like she, uh, she's a brilliant stand-up fan. Th- th- this is a genuine story as well. So, and you won't believe this. I've got friends. I, I took a, I took a friend to to watch her with me because I'd explained, like you know, I'd gigged with her and how amazing she was. Yeah. And uh, uh, part of the set is about creeps on the internet that'll sure, uh, yeah. DM her on I- Instagram and all that. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, me and my friend were laughing and enjoying it. And when we got home, he sent me a screenshot of him DMing her on Instagram. Fucking like, hell. Yeah. It's like you've learned nothing. You've sat there for an hour and you've that learned nothing. Unreal. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, what do you expect is going to happen? Like, you know, like, I, like, <laughs> just, like, Fern's not someone I'd fuck with. She's too, like, she's too sharp for me. She'd tear me apart, and I'm a professional comedian. What's yeah. that? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Some people are fucking dumb, though. Like, uh, it, you know, like, I used to have a joke uh, about people commenting on my height all the time. Because I'm six foot seven, so people do all the time. And when I was first starting, that's an easy thing to talk about in stand-up. And I'd do a joke about, and I would talk about all the jokes that people would always do. And I'd mention them all. And then after every show, someone would do one of them, at least. (laughs) Every fucking time. And the annoying thing was, half the time, it was morons who didn't get that they were being annoying. And the other half were people who were thinking they were being meta by going, ah, he said, don't do these jokes, but I'm going to do it to be very funny. And like, look, right, I get what you're doing there. But, like, it literally happened every single day. <laughs> just, like, there's a point where you put on the fake smile, like, thank you, yeah, cheers, and I fuck off. And I'm guessing this is before you even started doing comedy. So, uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was a lot of that. And yeah, I've had these jokes forever in my life, yeah. I don't give that much of a shit about that. If someone does a basic height joke, I just think you're a bit lame. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, if it's just one of the basic ones, like, come on. If someone takes a piss out of my height, mean, anything in a good way, fucking brilliant, I'm bang on it. Look yeah. like, but yeah, if you're just going to do one of the boring ones, if you ask me what the weather's like up here, I, I will elbow drop you. <laughs> <laughs> Rain in fucking pain. Bam! <laughs> what if you are stood on a mountain and you are literally above the clouds? All right, yeah, at that point, fine. Yeah, if like, if I, if, if they I'm genuinely off- are interested, they're going, What's it like up there? Yeah, if I ever accidentally stunt, stand in front of a map of the UK, I feel like at that point it's fine to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! So uh, we've gone wildly off subject. Uh, Was there a subject? This this never happens on the Badger podcast. It's always straight run. Really, uh, really professional, I imagine. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But so we mentioned that the YouTube—that's another way of getting your stuff out there. Podcasts. Yeah, Is there any other things that you should definitely do to make it in the comedy industry? Um, if, if you could shag a TV producer consensually. I was going to say, you've, you've ruined it with that last word. Yeah, I know, but like, yeah, re- it's really going to damage your career if that word's not involved, unfortunately. Fucking tell me about it. I know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think, like, uh, it's about finding your own way nowadays. There's no rules anymore. Like, all the old rules are gone. They're all dead. Everyone's chasing a, a dead industry that's not there anymore. But, like, yeah. it's great. Like, the lunatics have taken over the asylum. Like, I put my, like, for example, like, when I put my special out, like, I put a thing in it just like, look, right, I'm not charging you for it but if you want to pay for it you're welcome to and that's how i can make these that's how i can afford to do it is people paying that people genuinely are like random people i've never met are sending me bits of cash because i've like put that out like i'm not look i'm nowhere near making what i fucking spent on the cunt but you know it shows that there's that path there that you can just you know without uh anyone telling me what to do i could just do that the the dangerous thing that i think is do, do you now have to retire that material uh, it's it's uh, it's it's one of those where in club gigs I'm still doing it and I still will do because I've got a week. You know, that's my bread and butter. That's my yeah. job, right? Uh, when I do a club gig on a weekend, I've got to do my best twenty no matter what it is. Like you've uh, got twenty. Oh, oh, do I, mate? Do I? <laughs> so like, uh, yeah. At the moment, I'm still doing that. I wouldn't. I'm not going to tour this show. I think that's. I think that'd be unfair if people have yeah. seen me online and then want to come see me live do a solo show. The next time I do a tour will be next year and it will be different material and then I'll film that special at the end of it. 
so, so yeah. but but you're saying that it hasn't stopped Peter K doing that, uh, you know. It hasn't, but like Peter K is a shameless hack at times. Isn't <laughs> it? And like, look, right. The thing is, like, I grew up on Peter K. Genuinely, I wish I had like cooler comedy influences. Like when I was a teenager, I loved Peter K. Like Phoenix Nights, like blew my mind. When like me and my mates we used to quote it to each other. I used to watch his stand up and love it. But like when he released the same special twice on yeah. you're wearing a different shirt. Genuinely, that 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 really upset me as a fan at the time. Yes. Like, and he really like he lost a fan in me that day. Oh no! <laughs> But like this is like I, I don't I don't think that's okay I don't think that's okay at all and like out of respect to people I am going to do the show one more time at the Leicester Festival I've got that booked in so I will yes. be doing the show that's on the special one more time uh, but apart from that yeah I don't think I'm going to tour it just because it's a bit like this, the material's out there now uh, but in club gigs if you see me in a club gig for the next six months that's what I'm doing. <laughs> what? This has brought it around to another question to do with how to make it in the comedy industry because you you don't this is going to come as an insult you don't work do you no so, I don't mate no I've got no job it's great so how long do you spend writing and honing your craft oh, I spend fuck all on writing man I spend nothing on writing like I now uh, we're no, not really like I, I need to do more to be fair I need to sit down and actually like be more methodical because like what I do is uh, my ideas all come when I'm really high in the middle of the night and then I write them down hang and then, on. Are you a drug taker? I am a drug taker, yes. Oh, Love a little no. bit of the cannabis, yeah. Oh, do you know what it does to your brain? Yeah, I, yeah, I do, yeah. It's, it's good things, man. It's good things for me. It's different for everyone. I used to smoke a lot of cannabis in me, you. You don't say. Now look at me. <laughs> oh, well, it's never, it's never got me into a dead animal suit yet, so I'm going to keep going ah. for a bit. But, uh, yeah, like, I... I, I uh, I, I tend to write on stage more. I like I try things out. I riff them. So I don't spend a lot of time on that, although I should, because when I do actually sit down and write, it does actually produce stuff. I'm just lazy. But I spend all day working on my career. Like I, uh, I make podcasts. I edit videos. You know, I uh, interact with the fan base. All that sort of thing. Like uh, yeah. just like little things, like building a website. Just I, I try and do something every day that progresses my career a little bit. Like, it doesn't matter if I do a tweet that gains five followers, that counts. Like, it could be anything. I could do a gig, that counts. But, like, I just think if I make all these little baby steps, eventually it just carries you a long way, doesn't it? Like the Proclaimers said. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, baby, because I'm coming. That's the uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so uh, the other thing is I, I am a technological, excuse the phrase, mongoloid. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know much about the internet. Uh, sure. As I said, I've been off it for a long time now. What avenues are there? Because you mentioned the, the tw Twattens, and I don't know what that is, to be honest. Yeah. Twitter, I think you'd do quite well on Twitter. I think you'd be all right at that. Like, it favours, like, short, snappy jokes. And, uh, often, like, there's a lot of Nazis on there who think you'd really enjoy your stuff. Ah, wonderful. Yeah, uh, there's Reddit. That's a big one that I think a lot of comedians underuse. Like, Reddit's a huge platform. What's uh, a Reddit? A Reddit, it's like, a, it's like an internet aggregator, right? It's sort of like where you go to find other things on the internet. It's not like a search engine, but people are like, there's all these like subcategories that are like their own little forum. They're called subreddits, and there's ones for stand-up comedy and ones for like comedy videos, and you can post stuff up there, and people will leave sarcastic comments, but people will also like watch your shit and share it about. And uh, yeah, so like Reddit's a really useful tool that I don't think people use enough. Uh, Facebook, there's that, you know, if you... 
middle-aged. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, it's all I use. <laughs> mate, honestly, get on TikTok. I think you'd be sick on TikTok. Like, it's a new one that's like, it's a bit like Vine. It's like little comedy, little videos, like little weird, funny videos do well on it. I think you might do good on TikTok. It's got a very young audience, which you all enjoy. I was going to say, the thing that confuses me about that is most of my money uh, comes from middle-aged people. I tend to find that young people enjoy my comedy, but aren't willing to fucking pay for it. Yes, uh, that is true. But what they will do is share it and follow you on social media and like grow your audience in order to find more middle-aged people to pay for it. I think that's how it goes. Young like I say, it just seems to... to be that I get more and more young people liking my stuff and sharing yeah. it with each other, but not one of them turns up to me fucking gigs. No, they might not, but that will build. You know, you gotta like you gotta you you gotta spend a long time sowing before you reap anything nowadays. You just gotta have that faith and just put in the groundwork and just have faith that eventually it will fucking pay off. I don't know if it will, mate. I'm not saying nah. it definitely will, but uh, young people are a great audience to have for that. They do build you, but yeah, you you want to build towards getting middle aged people who've got a bit of cash. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the ideal. Yeah, Perhaps yeah. the ideal is if I catch them now. A bit like grooming. If I catch them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I know you're skilled at that. Oh, I'm, a, I'm an expert. You've got a good loyalty card down at KFC, I'm, haven't you? I'm like Vidal Sassoon of the paedophile world. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, yeah, groom them now. And then when they, when they get jobs and become Tories in the middle age, <laughs> break it in. Ah, oh, you've just stepped on another thing as well, which is I detest the fact that most of these people go out with moralities and, you know, you can't do this, can't do that, blah, 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 blah. Don't kill cows. Don't eat this, don't eat that. Don't wear this, don't wear that. And yet they've all got iPhones made in fucking China. They're, yeah. They're all, they're all having three or four holidays a year. They're all doing cocaine. <laughs> this fucking Mate, this some- is it. Like, I've got a bit of a special about like yeah, an activist trying to tell me off whilst we were doing cocaine and how fucking ridiculous that is. It's like, yeah. but like, yeah, there is, you can't live an ethical life in the modern world. You it's can't, impossible. You can't interact with modern society and be ethical. Like there is so much awful shit happening all the time that you can't possibly remove yourself from that. I get that, you know, like the, make an effort to try. That's cool. Like make an effort to reduce your harm as much as you can. Just don't be a cunt about it to other people. Yeah. Because you're not, you, you know, you're not making this huge fucking difference. Like, well done. You might be vegan, vegan and, eat, you know, only wear recycled clothes or whatever. Fucking brilliant. Well done, you. You know, that's a nice thing to do. But you're rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. Like, have you seen the smog over Beijing? It doesn't fucking matter about the one tin of beans you've just washed out, prick. It doesn't make any fucking difference, (laughs) does it? So, like, you know, do it. Just don't be a punk. When Tesco's come out and they're going, we're going to start charging you for bags, and we're going to start charging you more, and we're going to start charging you more, and you're like, I'm certain this is about money. And they go, no, 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 it's all for the environmental impact. And you go, well... You've got your lights on 24-7 and nobody's fucking shopping. <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that's it, man. Like, yeah, it's, it, there has been like a concerted effort, I think, in order to push like uh, responsibility for the environment off like the massive corporations who do the vast, vast majority of the damage in order to deflect it off that onto personal responsibility and make it seem like if you don't turn your telly off standby, that's what's going to raise the sea levels. <laughs> it's like, I'm pissing in the fucking ocean here. I can't make any practical difference while Shell are still fucking operating. Well, my other thing is, we're all heading towards a great big nuclear ball of fire in the sky anyway, so fuck it. Let's have fun. This is it, man. Like, it's definitely fucked. And, like, the whole, like, uh, just... 
Yeah, like there is no, uh, there is no like, uh, th- yeah, we're all gonna fucking die. Like it's, it's all happening. Like you know, we can't stop anything particularly. Can't change it, and that I find that very freeing. Right, yes. like, a lot of people find that to be a depressing thought. I don't at all. It's it's removed some personal responsibility from me. And like whilst you can try and be better and try and have a good life, you know, and try and impact people nicely. Don't beat yourself up too much if you know you throw your tin of beans straight in the fucking bin. It's not making that much of a difference. It's not on you. Don't feel that guilty for that because like the people who are actually doing the damage are the ones trying to make you feel fucking guilty for it, so they can sell you the more expensive vegan plastic-free alternative. You know, exactly. it's all it's all feeding into each other, isn't it? So if if we've not already depressed you into suicide, uh, <laughs> let, let's come back for part four. <laughs> For part four, and Mr. Oh. Badger talks to a to scum. And I'm going to get your name 100% right this time. It is Rob Mulholland. No, that's that's it's not how you pronounce it. Actually. Oh shit! Belgian. It's Mulhuiland. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but well, you know, you do look like a, a, a Belgian paedophile. I look like a Belgian paedophile. Brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I, I did not come on here to be accurately described. <laughs> You look like a 1970s geography teacher who's just been laid off. I, do, I really do have that vibe. Yeah, especially on this Skype chat where I'm just sat in my dingy living room in a basement. Yeah, there's some very nice fridge magnets behind you. Thank I'm you really... very much, mate. I collect them wherever I go. I try and find the weirdest and grossest uh, fridge magnet I can. And so give you've them only to been to six places. Well, since I started doing this, <laughs> it's a new thing, mate. It's a new thing I do with my girlfriend. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, you don't you want know. to hear about the other things we do. I was going to say, when you run out of ideas, I suppose fridge magnets is the next <laughs> Mate, you've got to keep the spark going any, any way you can, haven't you? So I'll come back with a nice fridge magnet from Thessalonia. Yeah. My, my, my uh, ex-wife kept it spicy by um, fucking the dentist and leaving me. <laughs> cool, yeah, my ex had a similar plan as well, yeah. yeah. She couldn't keep a cunt in her pants either. No. <laughs> Oh, this one. She didn't use it. It was the, the other entry. Uh, oh, yeah. Bro. I caught him bumming on the sofa. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, <laughs> so that, link, that links neatly into uh, getting shafted in the comedy world. Oh, my, yeah. Yeah, because uh, we're going to end the, the final, say, 15 minutes or so sure. with uh, what not to do. In the comedy world. Have you seen any mistakes? Yeah, I saw this guy once, right? And he was wearing this weird, scary-looking badger costume. Little yeah. weird top hat on it. Like, looked, like it looked like it smelt worse than it actually did. Like, really oh. looked smelly. And he was yeah. just doing really, really bleak jokes to visibly upset people in Warrington. Uh, seemed like a misstep to me. <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, like the fact that at that gig uh, they said that uh, 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 what's his name Dave Dave Appleton yeah, yeah, yeah. he said you're one of the favourite acts I've ever had on he said like we love Mr Badger here so they booked me to come back again yeah. and then he said can you not do Mr Badger tonight because a girl saw you last time and she was frightened and she said she's <laughs> going to leave the pub <laughs> it is one of the most frightening stand-up acts I've ever seen I mean I've known much scarier acts off stage yeah yeah, but uh, yeah, like no, I, I, that's great. I think like the biggest mistakes I see people making nowadays are like uh, 
trying to be James Acaster is number one, right, amongst new comedians. Like, you must have seen this at open mics. There is, I have not been to an open mic without a little James Acaster for a couple of years now. Just every single open mic has one. A, 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 a what? A little? A little James Acaster one. I thought you were heading into a <laughs> country then. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, they're just all, like, uh, just to have the mannerisms and, like, the the style of James Acaster, and it's so distinctive. I was, yes. in, I was on a bill once where six out of nine open micers were just copying James Acaster. Now, I get it. James Acaster's brilliant. And when I first started, it was like Stuart Lee and Russell Howard that everyone was copying. There's always one comedian or two that everyone's copying and trying to be. And just fucking stop it. You're not him. We already have a James Acaster. What are you trying to do? And I, I, I had to change my style because I said I was too similar. So, uh... Yeah, they're too similar to the other Badger acts. No, no, to James Acaster. Oh, right. Yeah. Is that when you had floppy for and everything yeah. yeah i used to do jokes about being an autistic badger and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like sort of strutting about the stage weirdly and yeah yeah, yeah. doing little now, weird head movements now i'm doing really original stuff about being muslim and being a suicide bomber that's uh, oh, i'm nice going one. down yeah i've not seen much of that on the comedy circuit to be honest so i thought i'm gonna go down that route yeah, 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 that's good. It's good for you. Like, you know, glad you're doing a new one. But is it yeah. like we all we all start out a bit hacky. We all start out with you know, like you, you're not doing the most Speak original. For yourself. <laughs> all right, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. I was fucking amazing when I started. <laughs> But I, like, uh, I think like the, the biggest thing, right? Uh, for new acts, like, don't try, right? You're like, there are always exceptions that prove every rule, right? And like, you're definitely one of these. I always say to new acts, stop trying to be controversial or interesting for the first couple of years because you're not good enough at stand up yet. Like, I did it wrong when I first started. I thought I was going to be like Bill Hicks and like tell some truths, man. And in yeah. reality, I was just really boring and unfunny yes. <laughs> and uh, ranty. So, like, I always just tell people, just learn to be funny before you learn to try and be interesting on stage. Like, I just spent a couple of years doing just jokes about my cat and stuff like that just to learn how to do stand-up. And then I started trying to do interesting jokes and jokes about things that actually I gave a shit about, like, later on. You know, and uh, I'm not, you know, if you want to see the products of that, too big to fail on YouTube right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not above a shameless plug, mate. It's what the podcast's here for, isn't it? Do you know people come on this and I get to the end of the recording and I say, so is there anything you want to talk about? And they go, no. Like, Why yeah. are you here for, you fucking moron? <laughs> At least plug like your fucking Twitter or some shit, That's isn't it? it? Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I don't even mind. We had a lad. Do you know Usama Khan? I do. I think Usama's really funny. Like, I really rate Usama. I've seen him at a couple of gigs just absolutely destroy. And, like, uh, yeah, like, I really rate him. I, hope he, I yeah. hope he does really well. Fantastic comedian. Uh, and he was one of the few people that came on my podcast at the end of it. He said he didn't have anything to plug, but he just wanted everybody to be happy and get along with one another. And I went, oh, that's very, very nice. He's a genuinely was- lovely lad, didn't he? Yeah, and it was followed up immediately with the next podcast where I went, do you have anything to plug? And they went, no. And I was like, well, that's dead air. <laughs> <laughs> Just a hard drop. So yeah. I'm going to go immediately onto your iTunes and have a look who that was after this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have iTunes. I'm on Spotify. And, uh, You're not Podbean. on iTunes? I don't know how to get on it. <laughs> I'm not sake, intelligent. Jesus Christ, right, message me after this, I'll get you on iTunes. 
Beautiful, because yeah, I'm, I'm genuine. I am a complete technological retard. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm picking that up, mate. I'm picking that up. I also picked that up from the 15 minutes we had before we started the recording where neither <laughs> of us could get it working. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of miming at each other where we could see the video and I couldn't hear shit. You, you'll find this hard to believe, but normally I just uh, record the podcast on the voice recorder on my phone. Yeah, I can believe it, mate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a guy um, at Edinburgh come round to uh, record me for his podcast, right? And uh, he came round and I had my podcasting stuff set up, right? I've got, like, microphones and a mixer and it all just plugs into my laptop. I've got all the gear. And uh, I was like, do you want to use... He was like, I, was like, oh, I was like, what have you got to record on? He was like, oh, just do it on my phone. And I was like, do you want to use, like, my microphones and stuff? And I'll, like, email you the file so it, like, sounds nice. And he goes, I think people will think it's weird if one of them sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> So we just sat next to my microphones recording it on his shitty phone. But, you know, fuck it, whatever he wants. Uh, to be fair, I do, I do like the uh, the uh, the lack of effort that goes into my podcast. Sure, that is uh, very much it's aesthetic, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. uh, normally in everything else I do, there's a lot of effort that goes into it. I don't sure. know if you've seen. Those, yeah. those badger suits don't sew themselves. No, no, <laughs> no. I don't. I do have a lot of people asking me how I'm, how I bought the badger suit. Like, where did you get it from? You think there's yeah. seriously? You think there's somewhere selling these it's a shop that you can go in and pick one of them <laughs> off the fucking rack? <laughs> Just a section fucking... of the costume shop called Horrifying Mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of my next show. <laughs> it should be. It really should. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you know, it's Matt. I'm doing the Birmingham Comedy Festival this Saturday. Oh, nice. I am really in two minds about whether I should do it or not, with what with the recent relevations and my material. Oh, but, mate, well, it's clearly going to be an hour on that, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the t- title I've chosen, and again, something else I've come under fire for, it's called Mr. Badger Punching Down. And, Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant That's great. That's but really great. But there's a lot of comedians straight away that have gone, you can't do that. And it's like, I fucking, I can do what I want, you dickhead. Exactly, fuck them, man. Like, that's so ridiculous. That's a really funny title for a start. And, like, you are not the most controversial comedian at that festival, are you? Like, <laughs> I mean, there is a free spot going, I think, this weekend, if anyone wants it. I think, is it Thursday, I think? Uh, oh, I don't know, the, mate, I don't know. I really yeah, if, hope he still does it. That'd be fucking. If, if he does it, fair play to him. If he fronts it out after being outed as a nonce, he still goes and does his show. I'll I, respect that. I genuinely hope, and this is breaking character once more. I genuinely hope it's all a horrible mistake, and I hope that this is all just na- good-natured banter between comedians, and we'll all band together and help him. Yes, but, and hopefully he does a really funny Edinburgh show about it next year. But I'll be honest, it doesn't look likely, does it? No, it looks like he's tried to fuck a nine-year-old girl. <laughs> Does look a lot like that. It does. He it's piss in her mouth. Oh That's... my gosh, it's so bad. It's so specific. Like it's fucking horrific. The worst like, yeah. thing is he was trying to get into McDonald's. I know. It's an obesity crisis, and look what he's doing. <laughs> Filling them full of sugar and cum. Bloody hell! I'll never sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've done well not to mention his name for the entire recording. No, I know. People said to me, don't say I'm black. And I said, I won't say I'm black. I'll keep it to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. (sighs) Anyway. So, um, talking (laughs) of mistakes and things we shouldn't do. Sure. uh, 
We've mentioned dressing up as a badger and being controversial at the start of your career. Is there anything else that you could think is a, a bad move? Um, Adam Hughes once gave a wet willy to a promoter backstage. And really, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> right? I think that I love Adam Hughes. He's fucking hilarious. He's one of those people that I really love comedians who are like untamable. Right? Yes. I, I like I like comedians who like it's just so purely who they are that they can't turn it off, even when it's really destructive for their career. And I Adam is totally one of those. He is always full throttle Adam Hughes, and I really respect that. I mean, it means that, you know, he's so self-sabotaging, but he's genuinely hilarious as well, Adam. When he's on form, it's fucking brilliant. But yeah, he was just dicking about backstage, got bored, gave the promoter a wet willy, and it became this whole thing where the promoter will never book him again because he gave him a wet willy. Fucking hell. (laughs) Did he also take his ball away from him and wouldn't give it back? This is it, mate. This is it. So, you know, you do have to be careful with promoters a little bit. Be a little cautious with them. Some of them are sensitive souls. But oh, fuck em, fuck in, em. in general, fuck it, man. It's the modern day and age. Like, be funny. That's the main advice. If you're funny, yes. and if you consistently put out good, funny stuff nowadays, you'll be fucking fine. I believe that. Yeah. And, uh yeah, or if you just put out loads of hack shit, that'll do well as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hack yeah. shit always does well. That's why it becomes hack. But you know, like don't do that. It's bad for your soul. They all end up really, really, really miserable. Yeah, well, that's it. I, I know I'm not getting as booked as much as I used to do, but uh, I'm getting booked for more paid stuff, and I'm building a crowd. The people are turning up, knowing what to expect. And uh, they still hate me. So <laughs> this is it, mate. Keep doing that. Build more of them. And find your own people. Find. There's got to be some people who like this bullshit. Surely, there's <laughs> enough people in the world, mate. Some of the some of the pornography I've seen, you'd be amazed that anyone would find it arousing. And if they look, yeah. if there are people out there who what gets them off is seeing a frog inserted into a Japanese man's anus, then surely some people will laugh at this dog shit. Uh, another genuine story the first pornographic thing i ever saw was on a vhs video that got handed round so i i genuinely thought that this was what porn was uh, i put it in my player press play and um it was mincing no words it was a uh, a young black man who had an actual pair of breasts uh was quite clearly on a lot of cocaine and he licked a cow's ass before bumming it so Wow. Wow, that's very illegal. Very illegal. Yes. Uh, So I was very confused when I got my first girlfriend, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Did he give the cow a reach around and, like, milk its udders while he was living it? Lazy bastard. Lazy (laughs) bastard. (laughs) Fuck me. Yeah, like, uh, like, I uh, I was at school in the era of, like, uh, the first, like, Bluetooth phones. So, like, they had colour screens and you could Bluetooth shit to each other. But you could only really Bluetooth, like, 10-second clips and, like, they were really, really low res. Like, really shit. But you could send videos to each other. So, obviously, teenage boys were all just sending each other the worst porn we can possibly find. Yeah, Yeah, I remember I had this video of uh, a woman sucking off a horse. (laughs) (laughs) She stood underneath it, piping this horse off. And, like, she was wearing nothing except a baseball cap. I remember (laughs) that. That was was so weird. And then it just came buckets down it. Uh, But then, like, later, I found out that, yeah, yeah, animal porn is in the same category of illegality it's like the worst child porn yeah. so like 
potentially, you know, someone could have found me with that video on my phone, and before I know it, I'd be outside Tesco's with a mob around me taking me to KFC. Um, uh, you... <laughs> yeah, oh, imagine that happening. Um, so, I, 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 my, my friend ended up on the sex offenders register for having a piss in public. Right, Jesus, so yeah, and you know. He was wanking at her school. Right, my girlfriend is home now, and I do not want her being any part of this shit. So uh, let's call this here, shall we, mate? It's been great. It's been really enjoyed. Uh, really enjoyed being on, actually. It's been lovely. I'll try and get you on for a future one when you yeah, can mate, have some content. You know, it's um... yeah, totally, mate. I'll definitely do this again. It'll be dead fun. So watch me special. Too big to fail. It's uh, on YouTube. Anything you want to plug? Because what was your, your Twitter and everything? And so it's at Rob Mulholland on Twitter. Um, it is. Hello. So my girlfriend has just walked in. Uh, it's at Rob Mulholland on Twitter and on Instagram. It's Rob Mulholland Comedy on Facebook and YouTube. But just search Too Big to Fail, Rob Mulholland on YouTube, and you'll find my special. Give that a watch. There you go. I think that covers it. Also, my podcast, Rob Mulholland Has an Opinion. There you Brilliant. Go. Well, thank yeah. you very much. And uh, yeah, hopefully you can teach me how to get into that iTunes thingy. I will do, <laughs> mate. We'll teach you that next. All right. Cheers, matey. Bye-bye. Cheers, mate. Catch you in a bit. Bye-bye.